Hi friends, I'm Jen, your host of Let's Be Real. This is a podcast where I will discuss real life issues and subjects affecting the mind, body and soul. I will navigate with you through a range of interesting topics, embracing the journey and the lessons I have learned and yet to learn. I am so lucky to share with you that I am so clear about my sole purpose, and that is to serve others by empowering, supporting, and exploring personal growth. Uncover your authentic self with me. Let's be real about anything and everything. Hi guys, welcome to another episode, and this fantastic episode is going to be about journaling. Some key points I'm going to discuss and explore with you today are what is journaling, what constitutes journaling and the research I found, the process of journaling and bringing out the things that are going on on the inside, what is journaling for me, breaking journaling down into categories, rationalizing your thoughts and exploring the emotions, how to keep in the journaling habit, and a few journal prompts to get you started. So journaling is really important to me. It's something that I actually dismissed as a way of coping with my fears and anxiety and depression. And if I just started it when it was introduced to me, I guess the journey would have started a lot earlier, but I'm not going to backtrack and talk about what ifs. I'm going to be grateful that I did actually end up doing it. And I would like to share with you how impactful that has been on my journey of self-discovery. Journaling? What is journaling? So journaling to me is a vehicle of emotional exploration. It's a way to channel difficult feelings into healthy and creative outcomes. I feel that by writing down your thoughts and feelings, you are forced to slow down and pay attention to everything that is going on in your life. You have to listen rather than run away from your feelings. Now, beyond keeping memories, journaling allows you to collect your thoughts and process your emotions and navigate accordingly. In my most humble opinion, this is one simple thing that you can do to make your life much better. Now, that sounds kind of prophetic, and that's not what I mean by it, but it's really something that can touch side without you even knowing that work is going on. By taking time out to sit down and write out your thoughts and feelings, you are actually accessing a really deep space in your psyche. This can also be referred to as shadow work. And this concept was developed by a Swiss psychologist who um, basically explained shadow work as the aspects of ourselves, including our thoughts, feelings, desires, personality traits that are unconscious. So once you actually shed light on these shadow aspects of oneself, we choose to unlock them and bring them into the light, so making them conscious. 
Now, I don't want to get all deep into the psychology of journaling because, to be perfectly honest, I don't think you need to know or even understand this. It's the process of you actually writing things down that helps you heal. So when we embark on a journey of personal growth or self-discovery, we love all the research on bettering ourselves, but some of us seem to miss that next step on how to shoehorn all of that research into your day-to-day life and start seeing the actual benefits of all that research that you've spent ages doing. Incorporating a lot of what you read and learn about your search for self-development can be made easy by journaling. Your findings and writing them into your life is the next step. Now for some people like me, writing on fresh paper with a pen that you love feels so good. The thought of fresh paper and colored pens really tickles a creative area in my body. So the best place to start for me was to go out and buy a good looking notebook. There are so many different types of notebooks out there. If you like pretty covers, colored paper, maybe even gold trimming, you could even buy a diary that has a page per day. So this could help keep uh, you in your writing routine. So setting aside a page a day to concentrate on your journaling is a really helpful way for those people who perhaps aren't very good at making it a daily routine. For me though, I find that sort of diary far too limiting because I can write for days. So do what feels right to you. There is no rule here. However, I would like to explore the thought of, I don't need to write stuff down, reading is enough. No. Nope. Unfortunately not. A lot of research shows that our brains see writing differently than we do thinking or talking. So writing forces us to organize and clarify our thoughts. You learn better when you write things down and are more likely to follow through. Also, and this is probably going to stub a new age millennial's toe a bit, but don't think that typing it out on your laptop or tapping it into your smartphone is journaling. Because to be correct, you are not using the same creative part of your brain when you are typing it out than when you are writing it out. Sorry. Now again, this is research that I've read up on and obviously there is loads of different research out there. So if you are not a writer, then this is going to be a challenge for you. But think about how amazing you will feel when you get into the motion of it and become a ritual writer. Go you, that would be amazing. So here are the facts. Journaling was exceptionally difficult for me in the beginning because I didn't know what I was doing. So as most of us do, we hit the internet and we Google how to journal. So to save you this part of your research, I'm going to tell you what you will find. You will get suggestions from YouTube on how to journal feel free to watch them. There are masses of articles about journaling for beginners. You can even find some pretty useful books that can walk you through journaling and really upping your skill level when it comes to journaling. Now don't get me wrong, research for personal growth and development is good, but it can send you down some really insane rabbit holes. 
So when it came to journaling, I found knowing the general framework was all I needed. My suggestion at this point in the podcast is to grab a pen and paper, if you can, because I'm going to give you some really good, helpful tips that will break down journaling into a few categories, just to help us figure out what kind of journaling we want to focus on. So firstly, I'd like to talk a little bit about a category I'm going to call goal creation and problem solving. Journaling about your career or things that you're working towards is an awesome place to start if you have a general idea of what it is that you're hoping to achieve, but perhaps have not yet thought about the how, when, or even the why. Journaling can be a great way for you to canvas your thoughts and your ideas for a bigger picture goal. It can help you expand on your initial thought and even bring about an action plan. So different ways to do this are to describe the specific problem or goal. Outline lots of different ways to reach the goal or solve the problem. Identify the consequences of each of these options and choose the best plan. Now, yes, that sounds so easy to do, but it's not. And it's going to take you some time. So don't think that you have to journal this all in one session. But what you're actually getting to is setting some intentions. And see, this here is where you are writing your learnings into your life. As I mentioned before, by setting these intentions, you are holding yourself to take action. It might even be a good idea to develop some strategies on how you're going to check in and ensure you are making progress towards your goal. There is no limit to the amount of information that you want to jot down, but don't tire yourself out. Remember, journaling can be a key to unlocking things that you don't even know exist. Let's go back to the shadows, right? There could be a fantastic idea or an action plan that comes up over the next few days, next couple of weeks. So allow your journal entries to guide you. Some key things you want to consider when journaling about goals is ensuring that you identify both the rational and emotional side of your goals. Explore how your rational goals meet your emotional requirements. Remember you are a human and sometimes our ideas are so big and wonderful, but just remember who you are and whose ideas these are. Now, I've just thought that it might be a really good idea for me to have a chat to someone around goal setting for businesses and careers. So I think I'm going to put a pin in that one and find us someone to interview. In the meantime, though, we're going to move on to our next category. And this one is mental clarity and stabilization. Journaling about your thoughts and feelings is not at all easy. You want to take the time to give merit to both the rational side and emotional side of the issue you are working through and want to explore. Your intention here would be to process the rational aspect of what you are exploring. It's great to write the emotional side, but you have to be really careful that you don't get stuck in the emotions and feelings and end up ruminating or re-traumatizing. With the emotional things, try and see the different perspectives. 
If you are exploring a particular situation that you experienced with someone else, try and view the situation differently. If you experienced a negative emotion, explore that. What would you have preferred to do? What way would you or should you have reacted? This isn't always easy because sometimes our brain will sink straight into the darkness and think of more negative responses and if you do this that's okay. It's also okay to write about your fears. Sometimes when we are thinking or overthinking which I'm so really good at doing we don't state the statement to ourselves. I am afraid of da because of blah. Journaling is the perfect opportunity to do this. Research shows that writing down your anxiety and your worries can calm you and even increase your performance. Now, it's not always about exploring the dark emotions. Journaling can also be helpful to solidify some really positive aspects of situations that we experience in our life. Writing down what you look forward to or celebrating your achievements that you have had can really help to keep you afloat when you feel the ambivalent moments in your life. People who devote time to anticipating fun experiences are generally happier. So at least once a week, make a plan, write them down, and when you need a boost, look at the great things you have come up with. Write down your progress Explore your strengths and weaknesses and even make predictions. Write them down and compare them against the results. This is an excellent way to see where your natural abilities lie and to see if you're improving. So our next category is gratitude journaling. It's a fantastic way to remind ourselves how lucky we are and how amazing we are. It's also a good experience to keep you in the habit of journaling. Because if you're anything like me, you climb into bed and you check your messages or you just want to switch on the TV and binge something really good and then you totally forget to journal. Do your best to keep your ritual up. It does pay off in the long run. I also just want to let you know that you don't need to beat yourself up if you fall off the routine wagon and find yourself two weeks down the line without having journaled once. It's okay. Just be compassionate with yourself and start it up again. Man, I do this all the time. To be honest, the last time I journaled was probably over a week ago. And I have no excuse for this because I know when I get into bed, because this is when I journal, it's probably the best and only me time not interrupted by kids. Because they're usually in bed by the time I get into bed. I will always find something else to do. So you may do the same thing and that's okay. It's just about retraining and trying over and over again. You also don't have to journal every single day. I would suggest you create your own schedule to help you with your routine. I tried really hard to journal every single day when I was really in a very low point in my life, but it's gotten to the point now where I'm quite happy with journaling a couple times a week. So the question that you are probably thinking about that I have not yet got to is, how much time should I spend journaling? Well, the amount of time that one should spend journaling varies, and it all comes down to different studies. 
Some research says that you don't need any more than 20 minutes because anything more than that could cause re-traumatization or rumination. Other scientists reckon only writing a few sentences is enough, but I just, I, I can't agree with that one. I honestly don't put a cap on my journaling time. I am done when I feel done, and that sometimes is even in the middle of a sentence. If I'm sending it down a dark rabbit hole, I will just pull myself up and close my journal for the night. I'm obviously not ready to explore the rational side of that situation or emotion. So good night to that and until next time. There is pretty standard evidence in research that says journaling should be done either 10 minutes before you go to sleep or anywhere from 10 minutes when you wake up. Now this is when you are meant to be journaling and not looking at your smartphone and the reason for this is your brain will solidify the things you see before you go to bed and immediately when you wake up. So if Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and Reddit and all the others are the last thing and the first thing you see, you're not setting your mind up for much. You should be clarifying your thoughts and your ideas and the best way to do this is through journaling. Now I'm not saying you should not be looking at your phone and looking at Instagram or Facebook when you go to bed or even when you wake up. Just perhaps make sure that you do the journaling bit in that important period which is that 10 minutes before you go to sleep and that 10 minutes after you wake up. Try grabbing your journal first thing in the morning rather than your phone. See how that goes. I know I have to journal at night because firstly, I am not a morning person. So I don't even want to know what I would write first thing in the morning. And secondly, I have a really busy life. I'm a single mom of three kids and I have to get them to school most mornings. And getting them out of bed and into their school clothes is another battle altogether. So not even going to go to a morning journal. So in my research to bring you this episode, I had a look at some scientific research behind journaling and there is even medical health studies that say journaling can make you healthy. Now before you start thinking that journaling is going to cure your bunion or some other illness, let me explain further. I am no doctor so this is my interpretation of what I have read. So please don't beat me up about it not being scientifically correct. Inflammation is generally caused by stress. When you fall off your bike or injure yourself, the swelling or inflammation you experience is caused by stress to the muscle or the organ. So stress to a muscle or organ shows the presence of a stress hormone called cortisol. It's what attributes to the inflammation. So if we can reduce the production of cortisol, we can make an impact on the presence of stress in our system and therefore reduce inflammation, which is associated with a lot of illnesses. So that's how journaling can make you healthy. I'd like to share some journal prompts with you that will hopefully help you with your scribbling in your fresh new journal. It obviously depends what it is that you are hoping to journal about. We've spoken about three categories that I have recommended. 
There are so many others. Whatever research you come across and whatever speaks to you is what you can journal about. Don't let anyone tell you what you must journal about. So here are some of the journal prompts that I started with in the very beginning when I didn't know what I had to do. So firstly, my first one was, what scares me? This is exceptionally broad, but it's like that for a reason, because it really got me to focus on things. It started out with being scared of things around me and then I started to dig a little bit deeper and it came down to my emotions my feelings and things got deeper and deeper and I was able to take off for another four pages really pinpointing something that was terrifying me at that point of my life because I used the practice of journaling when I was really suffering with my anxiety and depression. A lot of the work was done around my fears. I will leave in the notes some other prompts that you could use if you find yourself in a similar situation to what I am explaining. However, take a look at the internet. There are so many articles that will give you some great journal prompts. Otherwise, just let yourself go. Just write whatever you want to write about. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast today. I really hope that this inspires you to go out and get a journal or even start writing in that journal that you've had for ages but just never gotten around to do. Remember, it doesn't have to be a cumbersome, draining task. Make this about you. This is you time. This is me time. I love it. So in conclusion, I just want to let you know to do what feels right to you. Journaling is a great way of going deep. It's like therapy. You bring out what is on the inside to the outside and it allows you to work with it. It helps you think of all the things and break things down and really unpack and dig into those things that you think about and those feelings that you so often get trapped in. Also, be inspired. If it feels like a chore, then it's not going to serve you. Look for ideas that are going to keep you wanting to write more. And don't forget to designate me time. Make it a routine. Make it a ritual and enjoy it. This doesn't have to be something spectacular. It can be you merely relaxing and writing with a nice cup of tea at the end of each day. And don't forget to go deep. For the best journaling experience, make sure that you are asking yourself strong questions, questions that challenge you. I want to thank everybody for their support. I've gotten so many messages and so many ideas that it's just, it's really overwhelming to know that I am actually reaching people as I wanted to do. So keep them coming, keep sending me messages you know, let me know if there's anything that you want me to to talk about. If there's any people that you would like me to interview as well, let me know. I hope that you have a wonderful day, afternoon, evening, wherever you are in the world. So this is me signing out. Thanks for listening. 
I would absolutely love for you to keep coming back and listening to my podcast. My sole purpose is to help people. And if this is one small way that I can help someone, then I'm doing my duty as a human on this earth. Share this with your friends and on your social media. If you have any good ideas or anything you think I should explore, feel free to email me on jenletsbereal at gmail.com or follow me on Insta at jenletsbereal and DM me there. Thanks for listening and please remember, you're here for a reason. Your life has purpose. Let's be real and make this your best life.